So hello, uh, dear sweet people. My name's Nicole, and um, I'm feeling uh, inspired to first share an acknowledgement that I'm having right now, which is that this is a happy moment. Um, and, uh, really grateful to uh, have us all together in this space together, meeting at this moment uh, in this lovely spring blooming town. Um, all of us in good enough health and mobility to be here together. Um, great luxuries. So thank you all for being here. Um, so in the, the uh, days and weeks leading up to this talk, as I've been um, preparing and um, sitting with this, this training in particular, there's one line that has been um, resonating for me in particular which is the last line of this training, so which I'm going to read again. Um, so the last line is, I will contemplate interbeing and consume in a way that preserves peace, joy, and well-being in my body and consciousness and in the collective body and consciousness of my family, my society, and the earth. So something that I um, place value and importance in doing regularly and ongoingly in regards to that first part where it talks about um, contemplating interbeing. So for me, one of the ways that I look deeply into the nature of my own interbeing which um, one of those aspects is to see myself not as a separate entity, like this individual who was self-created that operates on her own, unaffected by surroundings. It's really easy for me to, to think of myself as a separate, independent self. And so one of the ways that I, that I practice with this and look deeply into the reality of my own nature of interbeing is to start really like looking into all of the different elements and factors that have gone into and contributed to who I am in any given moment. And so, you know, I look back through, um, like since I was born, I look into my, the influence of my blood ancestors, my parents, um, my family, all of the friends I had growing up, where I grew up outside of Philly, um, my teachers and schooling, um, the boyfriends that I had growing up, the different relationships, the places I went, like all of these things have gone into who I am in this moment right now. And I can easily forget about that. Um, and so it, for me, it really helps to look into um, all of the different causes and conditions that have gone into my manifestation in this moment. Um, because it helps me to see myself not as a separate self. Um, and I am also a product of all of the television shows that I watched growing up, all of the movies, all of the concerts, and the music, and the books that I read, like as this training talks about, all of those things have gone into influencing 
who I am, whether I know it or not, like however subtly those influences were, whether I was consciously aware of them or not, um, all of that has impacted me in some way. And when I, when I can remember that, when I can do that process of deep looking um, into sort of my past, it helps me to see how that's also true right now and ongoing moving forward. Like I am this ever-changing collage, as we all are, because I'm continually influenced by the people around me and where I am and what I'm doing and what I'm not doing and what shows I'm watching. And, you know, all of that goes into um, who I am. Again, whether I'm like consciously aware of it or not. So for me, that's an aspect of contemplating interbeing and looking deeply um, into the nature and reality of interbeing, not seeing myself as a separate self-entity. And for me, all of this helps to highlight um, what, I, what I would call like my foundational like life motto that I really base my practice off of and just like my daily life off of, which is um, sort of the slogan or motto um, that resonates for me, which is this. There is no such thing as an insignificant moment. And for me, I just come back to this, this thread, this foundational um, motto that I came up with years ago. Like, I come back to it over and over. There's no such thing as an insignificant moment. And for me, like, that really means, like, there is no moment that's, like, so small that it doesn't create an impact on me. Like, it doesn't create any effect. Like, it's just nothing happens. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> like, I'm really aware of that when I can, like, look into the nature of interbeing, like, having just like a moment that doesn't make any difference or impact, like that's just not a thing. So like every moment matters and makes a difference, which means everything I do and don't do matters and makes a difference. And for me, that's really empowering to keep in mind because that means I have a lot of sway over like how I show up, what, like the quality of my own well-being. Um, and um, so for me, it's, it's um, a really uplifting slogan to kind of root my own practice and my daily life on. There is no such thing as an insignificant moment because as soon as I start thinking of my, see for me these like are intrinsically connected. So as soon as I start thinking I'm this separate self-entity that's like not really impacted by other things, I'm like this fixed self that just stays the same all the time. <laughs> um, as soon as I start like thinking like that, then I automatically start thinking, oh, no, there's such a thing as an insignificant moment. And how that relates to this training in particular for me is that like, oh, I can watch this really junky show and it doesn't matter. Like, it's fine. It's just entertaining. It's not a big deal. Like, that's my own languaging that I've now identified. Like, if I start thinking that, I know that's a red flag warning me that I'm watching something that's like not good for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I've like done this investigative work, especially with my TV watching and movie watching habits over a long period of time, like really wanting to transform those habits that um, were really strong for me um, all through going up and um, just like noticing like the habits I would have of what I was watching a lot of really toxic messaging and just like really starting to investigate how what I was watching in particular was like affecting how I saw myself, like the lens was clouded, you know, for how I saw others and like 
the world um, at large, like based on some of these shows I was watching, which like when I did this, like really deep investigation of my TV watching habits, like just really seeing like a lot of the shows I was watching were just like really dark and just like very little redeeming, if any redeeming qualities to the show at all. Like as far as good messaging or good character development, you know, like good storylines. Um, but I was like really hooked. They were entertaining and I like wanted to tune in all the time. And I'm like, when's it going to be on next? Because that was before such things as like Netflix and <laughs> um, uh, when you could just watch all the shows all the time. Um, and so like going through this uh, investigatory process for me was really long and it was painful. Like it was hard. It was hard work. Um, but I was invested enough that I wanted to transform like my habits around it um, that I, you know, kept doing it, kept doing the work of looking into that especially, you know, the TV watching and movie watching. Um, and so, like, now I'm at the point where um, I'm really discerning about what I let in, um, what I choose to watch especially. You know, I'm going to focus on that here, um, like TV shows and movies. Like, I'm just really discerning and... Um, Something I often play around with, which works for me, the imagery of this works well for me because I, I, um, I like to dance um, when, I'm, when I have the physical ability to do it. Um, every once in a while, I rally myself and go out dancing, and I like dancing to electronic music, so I'll go out dancing to that music. And so this analogy works well for me. So I imagine my inner landscape is like a dance club, and um, I'm really interested in posting like really highly trained, well-skilled bouncers at the door. Um, so like bouncers at the door of my consciousness, at my, you know, all the doors of my, like my eyes and ears, you know, what's coming in. Um, <laughs> um, because um, I know that for myself, like if I don't post those bouncers at the door, like the dance floor gets weird real quick. Like, <laughs> and not like good kind of weird, you know, like there's a good kind of weird, like the bad kind of weird. <laughs> It's not good in there is what I'm saying. And so, <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm really interested in like keeping those, those bouncers uh, strong and active at the door. And I'm also part of like the, the, the having them be well-skilled is like I'm not interested in them being like really egotistical about it or like self-righteous or like rude about it. <laughs> Or like really ego based, you know, like, but they're like, they're kind about it. They're like, just no, thank you. Mm -mm. Just no, thanks. You know, <laughs> we don't want that in here today. Thank you. You know, just so there's a kindness level to it for me too. Like, I, I don't want to, I, I can be self-righteous about it sometimes. Like, oh, I don't want to watch that show, you know, but I'm really interested in not, in not fostering that kind of energy. So like the part of the well-skilled bouncers is also to be like respectful about it. <laughs> um, but I, I like that analogy it works well for me and it, it brings some uh, levity to it too <laughs> thinking about it like that because like I want to have a good dance floor like good people on the dance floor good energy, good flow you know, so everyone's like harmonious inside um, and part of, you know, the last line um speaks to, um, let's see, let me just read it again here. 
So, I will contemplate inner being and consume in a way that preserves peace, joy, and well-being in my body and consciousness, and in the collective body and consciousness of my family, my society, and the earth. And so another aspect of inner being for me in relation to this line is that I'm also really aware that like when I am nourishing and protecting and fostering my own well-being, keeping those bouncers at the door of the dance club, um, like I'm aware that because I'm not a separate self-entity, my well-being automatically contributes to the well-being of those around me. Like it's not a separate situation. So like the more... Um, you know, I take good care of my own self and my inner landscape, like the better able I am to show up for other people and to be skillful and kind and respectful to other people and to, to show up in the ways that I want to show up for other people, um, regardless of, you know, if I'm just, you know, in the store at the checkout line or, you know, with a friend, you know, like I'm really interested in, in trying to be a, a good, kind, skillful person on the planet. And I know that in order to do that, I need to take good care of what's happening inside um, for myself. And a big part of that is really monitoring, again, like what I watch, what I watch, um, my media consumption, and um, a lot of different elements too, but I'm specifically speaking to that because I know it's, for me, it's just such a big factor in uh, how I relate with myself and, and to others too. Um, so really seeing that interconnection of like my own well-being, it's not a it's not a selfish thing. It's like the most altruistic thing I can do is to like tend well um, to my own well-being and wellness so that I can show up the ways that I want to for other people and the world around me and and to have the lens that I see the world be also um, a way that is able to connect with like the wonders of life, like truly, and like the goodness that is around and cultivating joy and not just being really cynical or judgmental of other people and, um, you know, which I can, which I can get to, you know, not, it's not too hard for me to get there, especially based on the stuff I used to watch. So um, just really seeing all of that, how it interplays together. Um, and I really appreciate this training because it's, I like how it speaks to not just like edible foods, like, you know, it's, you know, my thoughts, I'm consuming those, like, how am I thinking, what are my thoughts, and what am I watching, what am I reading, and um, all of that matters, um, because again, like, there's no such thing as an insignificant moment, um, like, every time I watch something, you know, like, it matters, every time, like, um, you know, every time I engage with whatever it is, like the choices that I make matter and make a difference. So, um, yeah, for me, this is like a, the self-care training. Like, a, um, uh, I like looking at it like that. Um, I could go on longer. There's a lot in this training that I find is like really cool to, to talk about um, and sort of address, but um, I think we'll wrap up there so we have some time for sharing. So thanks everyone for listening. <laughs>